Welcome to the Big Fat Gay Podcast, where we talk about the things that are weighing on our minds. But it's a little different today, because it's an interlude. Yay. Uh, I'm Trevor Kizan. I'm a super chub. And uh, there's a little May Gray going on outside this, this <laughs> lovely recording morning. Yeah. My name is Michael. I am a chaser joining Trevor today on our little interlude episode and uh it's it's raining it's straight up raining here where i am it's it's like 58 degrees and raining so uh so today we are starting off another little hiatus that we have going for the month of may um we are going to be doing a handful of interlude episodes same as we've done before and um today uh trevor and i thought it'd be fun since don and i did our little chat last time around uh trevor and i thought it'd be cool to kind of talk about the unique aspect of our relationship, our friendship, um, which is that originally when we first met, which was back in, God, when did we first meet? Do you remember? Um, I want to say it was maybe 2014. That's so, yeah. So that would be what, seven years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> some amount of time ago we met and uh, met on bigger city yes. if i remember correctly and you know so you're pretty typical do you remember that at all because i don't really remember like the interaction i know that you had a lot of very very appealing pictures from <laughs> <bigger> city. yes <laughs> um i don't really remember interaction i'd remember i mean recently i found um i think it was updating your picture in my contacts and the picture that I used to have was a screenshot of your bigger city picture. And I remember it was like, oh. your screen name was like Hollywood guy. something Hollywood MW. Yes. Yeah. Those are my initials. Um, oh my God. We have to, by the way, we're not there yet, but we, I'm just making a mental note to tell the story about when I was at work. Oh my God. Yes. I think you know where this is going. Yes. <laughs> okay. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> um, so yeah, we met on Bigger City and it was your pretty typical, like, you know, I was in an open relationship, Trevor was in an open relationship and, you know, there's some chemistry and basically, are we going to be friends? Are we going to hook up? What are we going to do? And started hanging out and, you know, basically did the pretty, I would say pretty traditional, like friends with benefits, you know, hung out a lot, got to sleep together some mm -hmm. and all of that was good. And then my relationship started getting a little rocky and i was like i need to kind of step back from from all of the like because you know it was not just trevor and i was like i just need to kind of step back and focus on my relationship um and stop doing that and we just sort of transitioned at that point into just i'm, I'm using massive air quotes here yeah. just friends mm -hmm. um and it's kind of been that way ever since and so i i guess my question to you would would be at the start like do you do you know of other people that started sort of this like friends with benefits hookup thing and then transitioned into just friends like successfully? Um, I mean, I think in the gay community, it is fairly common. Um, hmm. Although I would say I think maybe it gets a little more complicated when you get more specific, like within the Chub Chaser community. Um, hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I've noticed as I don't know, time has gone on that like most of the people, like when I have a party, like about half of them are people I've slept with, um, <laughs> which is, I don't know, delightful. I mean, our Michael and I's uh, D&D &D party um, was comprised of 
you know, about half people I slept with um, <laughs> and then half, you know, friends from college. Um, straight friends from college. Yeah, straight friends from college. <laughs> um, which is always, you know, I think it's delightful to get be able to do that. Um, mm -hmm. But I think it is, I think it gets tricky like when there is kind of that change like we went through where it's like you know we're friends and we can also kind of fuck around and then it's like but now we can't fuck around and you know you talked about it being seamless and i think it is kind of like there's that uh some people are able to take the friendship exit and then other people just kind of keep going down that that highway of uh yeah stuff i think what helps from my from my side of things the the experience that i've had with a number of other people was there was always some kind of like and i'm trying to figure out like the most i don't know the the, the best way to say this but basically somebody catches feelings of mm -hmm. the two people and i think that there was a lot for me there was a lot of like comfort in the fact that you were with dan i was was i was with somebody else at the time and it almost like because that was just never on the table from the start, it actually mm -hmm. made me feel incredibly comfortable and maybe a little less guarded. Whereas with other people who are single and I was not single, but I was like, Hey, you know, just so you know, I'm in a relationship. It's open, not looking for anything more than whatever. There were a number of instances where it got complicated because one person wanted more than the other. I, I can also imagine it's like, Oh, things are rocky. <laughs> and like pull out compact and lipstick. <laughs> um, you don't say. <laughs> no, I I definitely feel that because I mean I have been in the situation of um you know I was there was a chaser I met this was before I moved out to California a chaser I met from Baker City we went out a couple of times and then we got to that point where it's like okay we're like what do we want to do and at that point I knew I was going to be moving to California at the like the following summer and i was like i i know kind of the path i'm on and i don't really want baggage like i don't want to start a relationship and then have to figure out like am i going to make this work or am i going to be like maybe feel weighed down and not move to california so i'm like you know we can be friends and we can keep fucking around but like a relationship is not on the table mm-hmm and I know, like, I mean, I had some, you know, feels, but I'm like, no, this is not, it's, this isn't going to happen. Like, smack my hand. Um, <laughs> and I know the the chaser had uh, some more, more feels. Um, oh. And definitely also, like, I think resented if I talked about, like, oh, yeah, like, I hooked up with this guy and, like, it was, you know, fun or it was weird and, like, blah, blah, blah. Here are about, here's all this. Um, yeah. So I think that, I think it can be tricky when, like, both people are single or if one of them's not, or I think even if maybe like two people were in our situation, but like both relationships were rocky, I think that'd be another. Yeah, that would, that would be dangerous in a different way. And I think, so I was thinking about this earlier and to me, it, it feels very much like basically any relationship that you develop with a person over any period of time, it, no matter whether it's a romantic relationship, a friendship, work relationship, whatever, there's always going to be an element of how are we going to handle each other throughout changes? Because mm -hmm. there's always going to be some kind of change, whether it's somebody's feelings change or somebody's life situation changes or whatever. Like, how are, how are you going to handle those changes as a unit? 
like in our case as friends. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think it's all that different from being in a relationship with somebody in the same way that like if you're dating somebody and you both are changing over a period of one or two years, like at the end of that period, are you still a couple? Does it still work? And I feel like a lot of people are searching for the version of that that does work. And in a similar way, when you're searching for a really good friend, not necessarily even searching, but when you have a really good friend, you can make it through those changes. And it's like, I know who you are, you know who I am and Mm -hmm. whatever's going on in life that doesn't, that doesn't like penetrate into that inner core of like, you know, I guess a, a comfort level, I guess so there's a better way to put that, but, Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's a lot easier to sort of navigate those things. And I, I do think that that initial transitional period was also a huge deal for me, like coming out of friends with benefits into front, just, you know, regular Mm -hmm. friends, because I've, I had attempted that transition with several other people before. Mm -hmm. Um, in fact, there was a whole, when I first moved to LA for the first few years, which is how I met you a lot of times, if I was on bigger city, I wasn't really looking for a hookup. I was looking for friends. Yeah. I didn't really know how to make friends in other areas of life. And so I was going to what I knew and that of course leads to a lot of complexity and, and, you know, people not being on the same page. And I feel like in our case, the fact that you didn't, I guess, what's the best way to put it? You didn't like latch on to me, Mm -hmm. which is a feeling that I'm very, very, I guess, cautious (laughs) of. (laughs) Yeah, it it helped immensely. And it helped me not have that baggage that I bring come into the, you know, it just, it just allowed it to be a smooth process. I, so I alluded to this before. So when we were still hooking up back in 2014, (laughs) There is, so there's, there's kind of two things I want to talk about. There's, <laughs> there's the approach. There's like how it all went down. Cause I think that's actually really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, which I guess we can start there, but I do want to get to, I had, a, I had an office job at one point in my life, um, <laughs> at, during this time period. <laughs> um, and so when Trevor and I first met, we went to, what was it? Grub, which I think is closed now. Yes. R.A.P. Grub. R.A.P. Grub. They had crack crack bacon it's very good and my sort of journey at the time was very much like i don't really i don't feel like i really know what like on a sexual level because this is the only reason why i was exploring friends with benefits because i had a relationship but on on a sort of sexual journey um i i felt like there was just so much stuff that i didn't know about myself yet Mm -hmm. and so as we were talking and kind of figuring out like okay is this something we're going to do um your response i think in that first meeting you you were you basically said i'm going to i'm going to give you a a cornucopia of of experiences to to go to have (laughs) i mean and we're going to figure out we're going to figure out your thing we're going to we're going to hone in on (laughs) yeah (laughs) i remember this now i mean i don't know i like i said if you i'm not saying everyone should do this but if you are willing to be that for someone and you are comfortable with that and you enjoy it. I think it is the greatest gift you can give. It's the gift (laughs) that once you find it keeps on giving. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's very true. Um, And that was a really, like I had never, yeah, I really think never up to that point had somebody say, 
we're going to focus on you. Like up to that point, it had been very much been about whatever the other person was interested in. And then Mm -hmm. I was kind of along for the ride. So that was, that was a nice sort of, I don't know, 2014. It was like March of 2014, somewhere around the summertime, I was working at my job at here TV, sitting at my desk. I was an editor. Um, and we had, you know, it was very traditional, like cubicles (laughs) office setup. And I had a, a PC on one side of the desk and I had a Mac on the other side. And this is important because <laughs> at the time, <laughs> at the time, I still had an iPhone and Trevor and I would text with iMessage. And I had made the mistake of signing into iMessage on the Mac that I was working on at work. Um, and to give you a little understanding of how this all went down, the Mac and the PC were opposite each other. So if I was working at one, I couldn't see the other at all. And so I was sitting at the PC doing my little thing and one of my coworkers like opened the little curtain because I put up a curtain, like a privacy curtain. It's a beaded curtain. Yeah. <laughs> opened it to ask me a question. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> I didn't know about the curtain before. This this is the first time I've learned this. That makes it so much worse. It's <laughs> he, I got the idea from somebody else, okay? It wasn't even, I was not the originator of the curtain. (laughs) Um, And I looked over at him and he was beet red, like bright red, flushed, and he couldn't spit the words out. Like he was like, Mm -hmm. "Um, I I just uh, had a question. And like, I was like, okay, this is a little weird, but he's kind of an awkward guy, so I didn't really think about it. (laughs) Um, And I just answered the question, whatever it was, and he quickly walked away. I was like, okay. Go back to my PC, type in way, you know, whatever. I think mm. another, like a solid half hour goes by before I actually turn around to this giant full screen nude image. It wasn't nude. It was tasteful. It, <laughs> I, I call these their cheesecake pictures. It's, uh, it's not, it's tasteful. It's, it's saucy it was, and tasteful. Yes. It was, but it was definitely like. But a whole lot of Trevor. Not safe for work. Um, not even close. Uh, and that was that was just the beginning of a, a wild, wild ride. I, I'm, I, I have sympathy for this gentleman. I don't um, want to say his name just no, in case. I don't want to embarrass him. I don't know. I don't really have problems with people seeing pictures of me that are you know, whatever it, I don't, I don't do, I don't really take like X super X rated pictures. I take, you know, cheesecake. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but like, so I, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I probably have. We have a, a large oil painting of me in the nude, mm-hmm. um, that I, a friend was doing, um, his final, he was in art school. He asked me to pose, uh, for a oil nude. I was like, yes, Absolutely. And then I had a giant oil painting of me naked, which um, I was initially like, we can put it above the fireplace and it'll be awesome. And then <laughs> once I had it, it's like, oh, like it's a choice. It, it would be, it would be a definite it's, choice. Um, so it's in our we have a fireplace in our bedroom. It's above the fireplace, but like people still see it. And like if I'm giving a tour of the house, yeah. I'll be like, oh, by the way, you can choose to opt out here, but there's a a nude mm-hmm. painting of me in the bedroom and I have friends be like, Nope, like I am, I'm perfectly fine. Not seeing that. Um, but then my, there are other friends who did. Yes. 
who were um, like, yeah, I want to see like, that. Oh my God, this is amazing. And non-gay, non-chub chaser, yeah. like just your average people were like, yeah, I'd like to see that. Because it's, it is art. I mean, it's, it is exactly what it sounds yes. like. It's nude, but yeah. I don't know, but it has kind of Renaissance vibes. It is, I don't know, angelic. Sort of um, yeah. <laughs> but I, the, the point of that being like, I try to take care of people that are exposed to my nudity. <laughs> um, so I do feel for that, that gentleman. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it was an eye-opening moment for him. <laughs> so we're going to pause here, but we'll be back next week with part two. So we'll see you then. <laughs>